When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Red LED light therapy can be beneficial for humans, but how about for cows? Well, experiments with both red and blue LED lights are being tested at Rodent Echo Valley Dairy Farm in West Bend. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Owner Rick Roden says they have been testing these lights for the past two years to see if they can improve milk production and kill bacteria in bedding areas. He provides more insight into how this research is being conducted and what they've seen so far. So about two and a half years ago, we were approached by um, this Dave Klum or White Leaf Technologies Group uh, wanting to experiment with red and blue LED lights over dairy cows. Apparently they have tried this with uh, hogs and chickens and such, um, but never with dairy cows that are a multi-generation or, you know, in a barn for several years. The goals we're trying to accomplish are with the blue light to kill the bacteria that is on the beds and with the red light to kind of penetrate through their skin to heal them and enhance blood flow to see if they'll give us some more production. Um, we hung 11 of these lights above the free stalls in our crossfent barn, so one group. So basically in our freestall barn, we have six groups. Groups one, four, five, and six are all the same animal, meaning second plus lactation, so mature cows, breeding age cows. So when they freshen, they can go into either groups one, four, five, or six. And there's no rhyme or reason why I put them in any certain group. So it's kind of random. Groups two and three are heifers. So we kind of kept them out of the equation altogether because it's not fair to compare a two-year-old or first lactation to a mature cow. We kind of thought it would take at least four months to see any results. And that's about exactly what it took. Originally, when we started, you know, there's there a lot of changes that happened on the farm at the same time as with these lights are all happening because we built a parlor. So we were milking two times a day when we started. Now we're milking three times a day. We were in a double eight herringbone when we started. Now we're in a 40 stall rotary. So, I mean, some of the numbers may have been fluctuated by how much pounds of milk we're seeing, but... We're trying to keep the consistency of comparing groups one, four, five, and six. Group four is the one that has the lights over it. Group five is right next to it, so they are getting a little bit of light shed onto them. But group six and group one have no light on them whatsoever. We have seen, and it took about four months, but we have seen slightly lower cell counts in group four and five and a slight increase of production so far in groups four. So are these lights on 24-7 or is it on for a few hours then turning off or how does that look? So yes, these lights are on 24-7. That was up for discussion when um, we put them in that maybe we just keep them on during the day for 12 or 18 hours, but it wasn't really a question at first how we should do it. So we just wired them up to put them on for 24 hours a day and we left it alone. That way, you know, that, that cow is under that light all the time. And if you look through our barn or go in our barn at night, I mean, it's it's like a disco party in there. It's that purplish light because with the combination of the red and the blue in that group, it uh, really gives a unique color. And, you know, the, the safety to us, even to the human eye, we can see that. But, um, I mean, there's no harm to us when my guys are bringing cows up or myself for bedding stalls and that. If anything, it's a little bit of a benefit to us 
receiving that light, but we bring we bringing the cows up. We're probably not under that light long enough to really receive the benefit, but definitely no harm. And to be honest, I mean, the cows probably don't even know they're under it. The day we put the lights in, you know, cows always know when there's something new in the barn or something happening, they're nosy. It was ironic. Once we got these lights installed, the cows went right back to their normal activities of lying down, chewing their cut. It's it's like the lights didn't even phase them, that they didn't even know they were there. How do you know what wavelengths of these LED lights are needed or work best? Or is that part of the trial, too? That's part of the trial, and I'm not the expert on the the wavelengths or the intensity of the lights that would be a better question for Dave Clum who's who's brought these out I know they're already experimenting and talking about doing different waves of red and blue in the combination and then the other thing is how high do we mount them obviously the closer to the animal we can get them the better but you also want them to be able to spread over several feet so you don't have to put a whole bunch of lights in one freestyle bed. So it's sort of that happy medium of how high can we go to a, keep them safe, that they're not going to get hit by skid loaders when we're bedding and, and the animals, and how low do we need to get them to make them effective. So you mentioned they kind of reached out to you for this idea, but what made you decide to do this? I guess we're always you know, willing to try things and new technologies and just kind of a, came to us and thought it'd be kind of a unique experience to see if we can make a difference and what's going to happen. You know, can we really increase production? Can we really create healthier animals with these lights? Can we reduce the cell count on the freestyle beds, killing bacteria? So I guess we're kind of always looking to, you know, what's next in the future and some things work, some things don't. And we're kind of kind of going through the process right now yet to uh, see if these are actually going to be working. So then can you go a little bit more in depth of what your actual findings are so far for each one individually? It took about four months for us to see an effect. And they actually told us that right out that, you know, these lights to work, it's probably going to take four months to have any effect. And what we found about four months to five months after they were in, what we're doing is we DHI test once a month. So on testing day, is when I take those milk weights and the uh, cell counts and compare each group to see if that group four, which is underneath the lights, if they actually have you know a lower cell count compared to their the other groups, groups five, six, and one, or if they don't. And then also looking at milk production. The other thing that we, when we calculate this stuff is I'm also looking at the days in milk so we can get a, a milk level management number, not just a number floating in air, kind of. We did also record butterfat and protein. Did not see any differences on butterfat and protein. And then the other, taking it a couple steps farther, is looking at cows that are 60-plus days in milk within that group and 120-plus days in that group. Because if these lights really take four months to have an effect, we wanted to eliminate or take the cows out that have only been under the lights for 60 days or less or 120 days or less. And even with those numbers, the cows seem to be maintaining production a little bit longer within that group four that is underneath the light. So have you seen this improve your bottom line some yet, or is that maybe not something you're going to get until a few years down the line to kind of even out? So I guess those are all the numbers that we are still in trial and trying to put a figure on. This was an experiment. You know, he was happy for us to be willing to do this for him. I don't even know what the exact cost of the lights are going to be. I did have to pay for the installation, so I know what that cost was roughly. So I guess until they have a price on their lights, I mean, this is new technology that they're, you know, still experimenting with. 
um, until we can get some numbers from them to be able to pencil out, you know, how many pounds do we actually need to increase production to make them pay them for themselves in a year, two years, three years. Um, I will say we've had these lights in about two and a half years now, and they're all still very functional and working. So, I mean, even going farther of, you know, are they going to last me 10 years, 12 years, 15 years? Um, I mean, that would be the hope and the goal, but I guess it's too soon to tell yet. So then what are the next steps? You've had it for a little over two years. Now what, just keep doing the same thing and see how it continually grows? Or are there steps to maybe change things or kind of take me through what these next steps are for you and who you're doing this for? Our next steps are, you know, he's, he wants to prepare a quote for us to see if we'd be willing to do the whole barn. And I think we've seen some results that I, I guess I want to put the pencil to the paper a little bit harder yet to, to make that decision to make sure you know, that we are making the right decision and we did make improvements in milk production and, and cell count, which the, the preliminary numbers right now are looking that way. But I mean, yeah, if this is really working and it, it's going to pencil out, um, I would be willing to do the whole barn. I think it would be beneficial. Now, in our case, we also have two outside groups that would be a little bit more difficult to put these lights in. I think these cows would benefit being under these lights their whole lactation or even their whole life. Right now, my cows under these lights and all those groups in the barn, they enter that group when they become fresh. And then once they're confirmed pregnant, 150 to 200 days, they go to another group, a lower group in an outside barn. So I think there would even be more benefit to them being under the lights longer, especially if it takes four months for these, you know, that it starts benefiting them. But the next steps, too, I mean, I think we're going to, Dave Klum or the White Leaf Technologies Group, I think we're going to be inviting farmers or anybody out to the farm that is interested in this technology to be able to present to them that, you know, hey, we're seeing a benefit here. Um, is it something other farmers are interested to, even if it's they just want to listen and in and or do some experiments with them? But um, I guess Dave right now is looking to get into more farms and show that this stuff works. I think, you know, the the lights, you know, you hear about red light therapy, even with humans in that, you know, if you got a cut on your arm or people that went through surgery afterwards, you know, it, it's safe for humans. And if, if this can be one more thing to benefit the animal and make it make her healthier, I mean, I'm all about making healthy animals and using less antibiotics. And um, I mean, healthy cows are profitable cows. So you know, if, if there's one more thing, we can keep them healthy and get a little more production out of them and lower our cell count. I'm all about that. That was Rick Roden, owner of Roden Echo Valley, a dairy farm in West Bend. To learn more about Roden and this research, look for the link to his page in the article on our website at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.